So there's another great speaker um, that I've heard a number of times, and his name was uh, Charles Tremendous Jones. And he said many years ago, uh, before the internet and before like CDs and stuff like that were common, he said, um, you will be uh, the same person you are five years from now, except for two things, the people you meet and the books you read. The people you meet and the books you read. And I'd like to add a little bit to his uh, original thing, which is, in five years, you'll be the same person you are right now, except for the people you meet, the books you read, and the things you listen to. Right, so the CDs that you listen to or the, the audio that you listen to online or that you purchase or whatever. So those three things are absolutely critical. And I think that is like one of the missing links that I see in chiropractic because as I go around uh, you know, speaking all over the place, I find that most people aren't really there for anything but like CE credits. You know, there are some people there who want to be there because they want to really learn and they want to study pediatrics, but most people are there just kind of listening uh, haphazardly and sitting with their faces on Facebook or surfing the internet or reading a book or, or whatever because they just, they're just need some CE credits, which is really a shame. Now, ICPA seminars are different. ICPA seminars, most of them are really <clears throat> there in focus, but almost all other CE kind of events, this is what I see. And, and it's kind of sad because, like, these are the places where you're going to get the most ideas, you know? I mean, if you think about what he said, like, and I don't know how many of you guys have this, but I, how many of you guys have friends who are like, who are way, way, way stupider than you, but they're making unbelievable money right now, right? Yeah, I have friends like that that are just like, I can't believe what dumb morons they were in high school, but these guys are doing unbelievably well. And I can also tell you that some of the valedictorians and salutatorians of my high school and colleges are doing nothing right now. Isn't that weird? You'd think, you'd think that it'd be the completely other way. So the valedictorians, they don't want to be like the most excelling kind of people, and the people on the lower, you know, the lower half of the class or whatever would be the ones like, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's. And that's not always the case. It's not always the case. So, so the, and the difference is exactly what Brian Tracy was saying, is, is are you, do you consider yourself a Mercedes or uh, a Bentley or Ferrari or whatever, and are you, and if you do have, if you do consider yourself that, which you ought to, because all of you have that potential, if you do consider yourself a Mercedes or a Ferrari, then are you on the fast track? Or are you in a place, like he said, which is, I think is very clever, you know, someday aisle, you know? So you're just lounging on someday aisle, and your feet are up, and you're just waiting, and when you open up your practice, you'll still be on someday aisle, and the other, well, someday patients will come in, and someday that, that yellow pages ad will kick in, and someday that lawyer who said he'll send me people will he'll send me people. And someday that doctor who I met said who said he'll send me people will send me. You can't wait, right? There, there's no waiting anymore. You know, it's just like national boards. You guys, many of you guys took national boards. You know, this past you know weekend. Congratulations on getting that over with. Um, yeah. uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like there was a deadline to take national boards, right? You pass that deadline, you take national boards last weekend? No, I don't care what you're doing. You can stay on your head, you can pray, but if you just stay on Sunday aisle, and eventually, well, I'll get that, that in eventually, you know. I'll get my application in eventually. Well, then you didn't take national boards this weekend, and you could have, right? And there's so many people in our profession who are stuck on Sunday aisle. Just like Dr. McCoy says, you know, they're stuck in chiropractic island. Well, I think that, that there are two, different, two islands, two different names, but it's the same place. The chiropractic island, this is like chiropractic little island. You can't be here forever, right? You know, within a very short period of time, you guys are out of this place. Uh, and someday aisle is the same aisle where what are you waiting for? You know, what are you waiting for? So my suggestion is 
really to hone your skills right now is, uh, is really to, you know, start, now that boards are done or almost done for you guys, maybe you just have part four, you know, just to tackle. But once, once part four is done, then you got nothing stopping you from getting the hell off of Sunday aisle and starting to really work it. You know, starting to hone your skills. Uh, and the, what's the number one skill you have to hone more than anything else in order to make it a success in chiropractic? The number one absolute skill is communication. That's right. You're adjusting. You could be, I have some friends of mine who I, I have, know have unbelievable practices, and they're some of the worst adjusters I've ever seen. These guys, and it's not that they can't move a bone, but they're not particularly, you know, skilled in it. They're not, like, specific. They don't have a great technique. Uh, but they have unbelievable personalities, and they're really good salespeople. And not by, by, by say salespeople, I don't mean salespeople that you got to sell, you know, like selling. Like, honestly, once they're in your practice, there's no more selling. It's just delivering, really. But what I mean is that they are very good at communication. They really know how to win over that person. They're really good at explaining chiropractic to them. They're really good at taking care of people and making them feel wanted and loved, you know. And that's the, the thing that we need to study more than anything else. So you get, that's why you listen to this kind of stuff. Is if you watch Brian Tracy and how he delivers, you watch Zig Ziglar, you watch Jim Rohn, you watch all those people. These guys are masters at delivery. Right? And that is the key. That is the key. To hone your skills. You know, to hone your skills. Do you guys have an elevator speech that you practice? You know, you know what that is? The elevator speech? It's a one-minute speech. You're stuck in an elevator with someone for a minute, and you go into the 50th floor. You got one minute to explain chiropractic. And they, they say, hey, so what do you do? You say, I'm a chiropractor. And they say, what's that? You, do you, can you explain it to a minute? And you go, uh, well, you know, uh, mm, and spend half the time saying, uh, and, you know, and that kind of thing. Right? So you, not, you need to have that one-minute elevator speech. Uh, have you already practiced your closings, your report of findings? Do you know what you're going to say when that, when that first patient comes in and that they're sitting they need a knee with you, and you're talking to them about, you know, your care plan, whatever your care plan is going to be, are you, have you prepared that? Because if you think you're going to use the report of findings that Life University provides for you in the clinic, and think that's an effective uh, tool for you to close someone, where it's a whole bunch of scribble on, on a couple of, you know, on a front and back piece of paper, and you think that's going to explain it for them, and they're going to get it and want lifetime chiropractic care, I'm sorry, I think you're wrong. Uh, much as, as I think it's, it's a good you know, learning tool for you to understand the things you need to tell them, but that's not what you need to do, is just throw something at them and start and think that they're going to know. You better be commanding at how you are presenting what you're going to present. Whatever it, is, whatever it is your line is going to be, that's going to be in your report of findings, that's going to be the thing in your new patient exam that's going to hook them into understanding, you best start that now. I suggest you start sharpening the saw, right? You start shopping the sauce. You don't wait for Thanksgiving, right, to start shopping. Right now, start shopping the sauce right now. So when you're in front of those people, you know exactly what you're going to say. If you don't know what you say now, you ain't going to know later unless you get off the Sunday aisle. Right? So, uh, Sunday, I'll, I'll get to that. I'm just too busy right now. I can't, you know, concentrate on that. I got finals to do. You know what? Finals aren't going to mean buckets if you can't pay back your student loans because you don't know how to close. Right? So I, I understand I'm too busy. I understand I don't have any time. I understand we got kids and we got this and we got that and I got all these other things to do and I got work. And Hey, we're all there. But Sunday Isle is not going to serve you anymore. Right? It might have served you up till now, but it's done. So time to get yourself off of Sunday Isle 
and start thinking about these things. Uh, start writing your goals. Start writing out your report of findings. Start writing out your new patient exams. Write this stuff out and practice it with your friends. Or if you don't want to practice with your friends, then practice it with your laptop. And, then, and I, here's what I did when I first was in your shoes and I started hearing this kind of stuff. Is I started practicing. We had tape recorders back then. We didn't with the actual tape cassette things. <laughs> you may not have seen those, or maybe your parents have them. Uh, so, uh, so I, my friends and I would practice this thing, and we'd count how many times we'd say, "Uh, you know, like, you know, something like that," and it was awful. So we had to do it again and again and again and again, so that when we're delivering the goods, which is going to happen your first day in practice, right? You got to deliver the goods. You don't want to be hemming and hawing and spending half your time with meaningless words and phrases. So start sharpening the saw right now. Start saying, you're paying attention to what you, you say right now when you're with patients, whether you're in your peak offices or you're in, in clinic. This isn't a time to be flippant and not care about what you say. This is, is time for you to really think and be controlled about your communication. You know, what you're saying makes a difference. You know, my wife and I have a saying, it's everything matters. Everything matters. No matter where you are or what you're doing, it all matters. You know, we pretend that there is a, like, a video camera on us 24-7, 365. So wherever we're going, there's a live feed somewhere. And would you say what you're about to say if you knew there was a live camera somewhere or another? You know? It, would you do that particular action? Would you make that face? Would you do that gesture? Would you do that particular thing if you knew you were on camera at all times? So we try, even when we're talking to each other in our own, you know, confines of our own house, we try to think about that all the time and say, what would this look like to other people? And would that be the thing we want other people to see? So I really suggest you start honing your communication and practicing communication, not just when you're in front of a patient, right? That's the, la that's the, the time that you should practice is over though. Now you're doing it, right? You should be practicing before your, your hands are on the patient, before you're face to face with that patient. That's when, you know, that's when you should be practicing. So get off a Sunday aisle, listen to Brian Tracy, listen to Zig Ziglar, listen to Jim Sigafoos, feed yourselves, feed your minds, right? Now you're done with national boards and you're almost done with finals. Now take a week and just relax and breathe, right, and chill out and start feeding your mind and make next quarter an even better quarter because you now have started to really pay attention to the fact that you are this close to graduating. And when you graduate, if you want to be really, really successful right after you graduate, whether you're an independent contractor or an associate or you open up your own practice or you buy a practice or whatever combination thereof, that you hit the ground running, right? You, you don't need to have someone kind of have to crank you up and kick you and be surprised. You, you should be a hit the ground running. And all of you have that ability. 100% of you have that ability to do that. All right? <clears throat> all right. So we got one more topic to do today.